The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark. Please rate and review this podcast and subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. We've got two special guests heading into the Eagles season opener. Yeah, it is game week finally. We have Jalen Hurts coming up. He's trying to prove himself as a quarterback here in Philly. And here is Nick Sirianni, the second youngest Eagles head coach ever behind Dick Vermeil. I hope you enjoy this conversation. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right. Joining us now, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. I know you're really busy going into your uh, season opener, but uh, we appreciate the time here. Yeah, good to be here. All right. So I know you love football. You're obsessed with football. But is it true... Uh, out in San Diego, you were so amped up, so fired up before a game, you hyperventilated out of excitement getting ready for a, a well, game? Sometimes that's just with uh, – that happened, and it was more after a touchdown that, that happened. That happened to me one time as a college coach, too. I don't know if it was a hyperventilation, but I definitely had to sit down. All right, and so it was, uh, it was excitement in the press box. The same thing happened at IUP. Uh, I got a little excited, and, and I had to sit down for a couple minutes. Well, there's it, was only, time. it was time. There's only 32 head coaching jobs in the NFL in the world, so could that possibly happen against the Falcons in Atlanta? You know what? No, that's not, that's not happening. But I know they got good benches there in Atlanta, and they got good benches here. I'm able to sit down if I need to. <laughs> uh, how obsessed are you with football? I mean, are you kind of like Peyton Manning? You wake up in the middle of the night, you're writing down plays or something in bed, anything yeah, like that? Yeah, you know, I don't have a lot of hobbies. Uh, and football is definitely, like, I don't, I don't like to play golf. I don't. You know, I don't – really, that's the only other thing I can think of. I love my family, uh, and, I, and I love football. So, um, but, yeah, definitely, it, it consumes a lot of my, my thoughts and, and, and my time and my – you know, but I, I, when I'm home with my family, I, I want to be home with my family. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not waking up in the middle of the night or I'm not on the couch and, or playing catch with my son and writing something down on the side. I just – you know, that's always on your mind and, and you're thinking of it. And so that I think that's okay. My, my family thinks that's okay. So I, I'm going to keep going with it. I, I think Philly thinks it's okay, too. <laughs> I mean, it, you kind of get the sense that they match your obsession for football here? I do. I do. You know, I, I uh, that's something that you just see right right away, like the the passion of the fans. And and it's just it's just very evident and so i love that i love i love that because again it is it's it's i love football they love football great let's go out and win a lot of games together and 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 have a lot of success together speaking of winning a lot of games uh, frank Wright was your guy in indianapolis and he went there with a ring eagle super sure bowl did. ring did you try that on uh no i'm waiting until i get my own before i touch one or anything like that but uh no, we, it, it was great because I was able to see a lot of what happened. You know, Frank and I were together in San Diego. 
he came here as the offensive coordinator. And as we were installing our offense, as we were reconvening after being away from each other for two years uh, in 16 and 17, um, and getting back together in 18, we watched a ton of that Super Bowl year together. Like, hey, here's how we're running this. Here's what we're doing. Here's what we've done since we've been apart. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just ironic that a lot of the guys that I was watching in that Super Bowl year I'm working with now. And so, you know, I feel like I've known them as a player for a little bit longer than normal just because of my relationship with Frank and, and, and Indianapolis. Did you at least ask to see his ring or did he, did he walk around with it? You know what, Frank's a pretty humble guy. Yeah. I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure I ever saw him wearing it. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I actually, I can't even really think of it. I, I saw a picture of, because when we were working in Indy, he came back for the ceremony in the off season. And I, I definitely saw a picture of it. I definitely saw a picture. It was pretty awesome. And well, well, want, want to get one of our own here. There you go. I'm yeah. sure Philly would like that. How about going into your first game as a head coach in the NFL with your dad, your brothers, the history of your family? What are the thoughts going to be like leading up to the game, all the people that kind of helped you get to where you are? Yeah, you know, gosh, I get so focused on the, the game and the week of the game that, you know, that's what my focus is. is it's just all about football. I mean, it's it really, but I'd be lying if I haven't said that. I haven't thought about all the people that have got me here to this day. Like that game week, I, I can be assured that you can be assured, the people of Philly can be assured. I'm assured that my focus is going to be on Atlanta. But, uh, you know, that doesn't mean to this point I haven't thought about all the people that have helped me get there. And, you know, I, I just have had, I've just been blessed, uh, very blessed, because there's just been so many people along the way that have that have not only like brought me on staff, right? That's one thing in itself for them, for the person to say, I want you to coach for me. But then they also mentored me when I was there. Um, and that, you know, obviously the, the people along the way, obviously my family, I'm, I'm, I'm really close with my family. Um, and, and just growing up in a coaching household, I, I've, been, I've been preparing to be a coach, I guess, since I, I came out of the womb. Um, so obviously my dad and my brothers have, no matter what, you know, my dad is just somebody I've always looked up to um, and him being a coach, and that's kind of why I even got into coaching in the first place. And then I always wanted to be like my brothers. And, and in fact, I didn't always want to be like my brothers. I always wanted to be better than my brothers. <laughs> and I think that's just a sibling rivalry. And they were older than me, uh, six years older than me and nine years older than me. But I always wanted to be better uh, than them. And, and so, but they set the bar very high, you know, very successful coaches in themselves. And then I just think about I just again, you, you can't help but think about the coaches that helped you get here, and it and it's definitely my college coach Larry Karras, um, as a as a player for him, and then as a coach, he taught me on two different sides, and then Frank. So really, like you know, so when I think about the coaches, there's a long list that I, I can't name everybody at this particular time. I would love to, but the list in when real short is my dad, Larry Karras, Frank Wright. Nice, and it's interesting because you're the son of a coach. And Jalen Hurts, obviously, coached by his dad. Uh, does that help form a bond and a relationship? And are there certain tendencies you guys both have? Yeah, you know, I think what the, I think the thing is when you're when when you're raised by a coach, I think that develops your. It, it can drive you two different ways, right? You see that in all professions. Like my dad's uh, fill in the blank. I'm not doing that. Or my dad's this, and I'm doing exactly the same thing. I think that's. So when you go into the same profession as your dad, first of all, it tells a lot about what your dad is, I think. And, uh, and no, that's no different for, for myself, and I know that's Jalen too. So um, 
But the one thing that if you do track that profession, that, that same profession that your, your dad took, you probably love that profession also. You love football. So guys that are talented, guys that are tough, guys that love football, they reach their ceiling. And, and, that's, and that's no different here with, with, with Jalen. So that's something that, yeah, we just know we all love football. I mean, I, no different than the last quarterback I coached in Phillip Rivers. Yeah. You know, it was, there his dad was a coach. So I love that relationship because you can talk about – Hey, did you did you grow up jumping on the tackling dummies too, and going and being a ball boy, and et cetera? Et cetera. There's so many little different things that, that we that we go through as coaches' kids. And coaches' kids are always on time, right? Yeah, there's a yeah. discipline. There's a discipline. Yeah, <laughs> we, we're we're on time, and, and we got we got thick skin too. I think that's there's a discipline <laughs> in that too. That uh, you know that we've been. Sometimes it's hard to, to turn it off how you how you talk to guys on the field and then how you talk at home. So we get we get thick skin as well, which is a good thing in this profession. Well, I'm sure the way you talk at home is a lot like sports talk radio here in Philly. So <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, Jalen Hurts, when you got him for the first time here and now where he is heading into the season, what areas have you seen the biggest growth and, and maybe an evolution of Jalen here under you? I think just his ability to, to, to process the offense and, and, and his decision making. And that he's sitting in the pocket a little bit more and, and making the throws on time. And, and then when the plays come to him, he, he can run and, and make something happen. So um, I just have seen a guy that truly lives to the motto of, hey, here's our five core values. We want to get better at those each day. And he does because he loves it. It's important to him, uh, you know, and he, and he works uh, effortlessly, you know, relentlessly to get better at them. So, um, I've seen him do that, and, and I've seen him get, make improvement, improvements in every part of his game. You know, it's the decision-making. It's his accuracy. It's his footwork. Um, and, I, and I just, again, it's, it's the really thing that really stands out is his comfort with the offense and his ability to go, you know, to, to run the offense. You know, and I think that's, that's what you want as a coach, like, you know, for them to know everything you know as a, as a coach so because they, he's our coach out there on the field. So. Uh, I've definitely seen that improvement in his game, and that's and that's vital for any head coach, play caller, uh, quarterback relationship. When you have a quarterback like Jalen, you have your receivers, your tight ends, your running backs, your O-line here. What about this particular group, the skill sets that they have that gives you more of an opportunity as a play caller? Yeah, I just think we have good, you know, credit to Howie and his staff. We have good pieces all over all over the board. And, you know, you got tight ends that, that have made a ton of plays in this league and will continue to make a ton of plays. And that you can be in 12 personnel for that. And you got 11 personnel. You have good, you know, the difference with between our 12 personnel is our 12 personnel has made a ton of plays. And our 11 personnel is they're babies, right? They're young. They're young. And, but they're super talented. And it's our job to get that, that talent out of them and use their uh, abilities to, you know, the smartest way we know how to and, 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 and kind of use them by committee. And so I'm really excited for, for their potential. Again, there's nothing to look back on. There's not a lot to look back on and said they've done this. Sure, there's splash plays and there's college plays that they've made, but now we're on this, you know, now we're into the NFL, so I look forward to their development. And then in the, in the running back room, right, you got a lot of different pieces. I think we have the pieces that we need um, to be successful as an offense. You know, you got runners, you got pass catchers, you got uh, protectors, and we're going to use all, all those guys. And then it's all the game's always one. I know I'm speaking on offense now, but the game's always one up front on the O and D lines. And this o- offensive line has won a ton of games together. So I think this is a this is a unique situation that I'm coming into. You know, sometimes when you're when you're a new coach, you know, 
you would, you would think the cupboard's bare, but it's not. And, and I'm so excited to work with this offensive line. I know how good they are and how good they've been for a long time. And that's, and that's where good teams win on the OND line. How about this Jordan Mailata? I mean, three years ago he comes here, couldn't even put on a football helmet, didn't know how to put on pads, couldn't even figure out how to drink the uh, water out of the water <laughs> bottle with a helmet on, and now he's your starting left tackle. What a story. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's truly amazing. And you should hear him sing. <laughs> I mean, like, the guy better. is so, like, I, I'm just so floored by some of these guys of how talented they are, how blessed they are, and how talented they are in so many different areas. Jordan was a professional rugby player that turned into a professional football player at the highest level, and he can sing like I don't I don't even know what song he was singing. Who sings Tennessee whiskey? He sings like that guy. He <laughs> sings Tennessee whiskey. And so, like, I'm just floored by some of the talents that these guys have. And, and Jordan just has so many talents as a person. And uh, uh, I'm looking forward for, uh, to everything he's going to do for us this year and help pave the way for you know a good running running game and help pave the way for a good uh, passing game from the protection. Obviously, when you took this job, you saw the roster that you had on paper. When you've seen it now on the field, all throughout camp going into this season, what is it that you really like? Are there some things that surprised you, the makeup of the team? Yeah, you know what I've, what I've seen, and I guess it's not a surprise. When you really, you know, you come in here and you're saying, hey, I want to practice a certain way. And when you go to a new place, my experience has been when you go to a new place, you have to establish the practice habits that you want because what, what the habits that you establish are going to kind of lead the way through. And so my, my again, I, I can't say it enough, and I probably be, you know, people will talk about that. I say it over and over and over again, and that's okay. Good coaching to me is you know what I'm going to say. That's what I want. That's why I say the players all the time. Like, I'm obsessed with getting better every single day. How do you get better every day? There's only one way in my mind to do it, and it's how you practice. And so you come in here like, okay, I know, I know that's a non-negotiable for me. Is this is how you practice? This is the standard of how you practice, and let's get the guys there because that's going to get us better every day. But when I got here, there's no. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because this team has won so many games in the past, you know, this past decade that they know how to practice, right? And so you didn't have to, you didn't have to spell that out. Yes, you, you continue to set the tone and everything like that, but this team knows how to practice, and it's because of the vets that we have on this team that lead the way that they do. And there's no surprise of why they won so many games here in the past. One of the big things about being a head coach is to be uh, able to command a room. Uh, when you first were stepping into a room with all of these guys, first time as a head coach, you had some veterans and all that. What approach did you take with them? What are the principles when you stand in front of them as their leader? You know, the things I'm talking about, what, I, what we really talk a lot about is our core values. You know, we, it's important for teams to connect because teams that connect are good teams, compete, accountability, football IQ, and fundamentals, right? And so I'm not going up there with crazy things like, if you do this, you're going to win. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, hey, these are I've been, on a, I've been on good teams. I've been on bad teams. And the common denominator on good teams is these five things. And so I think everybody in their own mind knows that's true and thinks that's true. So I'm not – and I, I hate the word buy-in. It's not, it's not a buy-in, like – you know, we just we talk about things, and, and this is what's important to me. And, and at the, I think deep down, uh, everybody knows that this is a common denominator of the teams that they've been on. You know, when you look at your family, everybody's a teacher. Wives, husbands are all teachers. So uh, you obviously know about educating and teaching and coaching. But when you came out here and you saw all the different personalities and different guys you have, did you kind of learn some guys learn one way, another guy learns another way, maybe the speed of it as well? No question. And I think I learned that a long time ago in my coaching profession. And that 
and and I'm kind of I'm kind of a nerd in the sense that I like the way to fi- kind of find out like how people learn and, and and there's there's interesting things to me of how that I've learned along the way of hey this is how different guys learn and how you approach different guys um, and so it is everybody is his own entity and I, I went to college to be an education major thank God I did that was a like and really it's because I'm I'm a teacher I'm a teacher out here and so um, I really am fascinated how different people learn and understand that not everybody learns the same way and it's finding what you know what works for people and how you teach it you know so I think a lot of us in this in this profession are visual learners I know I am like if you could you could be explaining to me something all you want auto you know What's the word? How do you even say it? Audio, audio. How do you say it? Right. Uh, audibly, and I'm not going to really understand anything you're saying. But when you show me, it paints a picture. So that's a, a major way that I teach. Um, but then again, not everybody learns that way. So you get it's just. But that's where it goes back to connecting. If you learn, if you get to know a person, you'll know how they learn, and that most effectively will get them to be higher football IQ, higher fundamentals. How about this city of Philadelphia? Uh, when you go around, I know you live in Jersey, but when you go around. How are you adjusting to the city and the vibe here in Philly? I love it. Like, I, I love the fact that, again, we talked about it earlier, the, the passion that, that the media has, the passion that the fans have. Like, that's pretty awesome. I think that's what, especially when you're at a place that it's not like that, you're like, man, I wish I liked football a little bit more here, you know? And uh, that's not the case here. <laughs> People love football. They, they, uh, they love it here. And I, and I love that. I love that about the city and because – you know, I know that they're gonna. You know, when we're when we're rolling, they're gonna be just as passionate as I am out there. And you know, and I'm excited to have that. You know, I'm passionate. They're passionate. I, I think that that's awesome. And uh, and I'm excited to be here and 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 have that that city behind us. All right. To wrap it up, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are picking the Eagles to finish last, or you know, coming off a down year. Uh, a lot of people sleeping on the Eagles. Do you think that this team can be better than people are thinking? I just I just know we we. We set out every single day to be better than we were the the day before that. And if you keep that path and that trajectory, you're gonna you're gonna surpass some teams. And so, um, you know, my my goal is it's it truly is. It's we we talk about it in the locker room. You know, we just started talking about it because we're getting into week one, about to get into week one preparation. We're in a 17 round heavyweight championship fight. Uh, that resonates with me. That probably resonates with people in Philadelphia with Rocky and everything. Because I think when he went to uh, Moscow and in, in Rocky Four, it was like 17 rounds, something crazy. I will like break that. you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you're you're about to get into a 17 round fight, and so, and you know, a heavyweight fight, and so it's important that you take one round by one round by one round by one round. You win one round, you get you go to the you go you sit down for a week, you get up and you go again, and you win that round, you go again. You lose that round, you go again. So I'm looking for, like people that I think love this profession, love the climb, you know, love the journey. And that's definitely me. I, I love the journey, journey. I love the climb. And so to me, it's about Atlanta, right? And then whoever we play next after that. First time game planning, first time calling plays as a head coach. How many times are you going to go over that call sheet? How many times are you going to let all those plays run through your head? Yeah, that that's, you know, visualization and, and um, putting yourself in the scenarios that you anticipate yourself get, going through. Um, that's something we definitely do. And, and, you know, that's not something we, you know, I've said this before, like, it's not like when you go into an interview, you don't just start getting ready for that interview in a week. 
you've been getting ready for that interview in my case your entire life to be to be a coach and then it's the same thing here right you don't just go over and and, and like i've been planning on how i'm going to call uh, a two-minute scenario for the past 20 years now i wasn't doing that when i was five but <laughs> for the past 20 years of being a coach so again uh been through been through that a lot and and there'll be no no doubt that i'll plan how i need to plan in the week but it's been going on for a long time all right, you're obsessed with football, but you're going to find out how obsessed Philly is come Sunday. <laughs> no doubt. Can't wait. <laughs> thanks a lot for the time, right, Nick. Thanks, John. Hey, everybody. Uh, we're here at a charity golf event, but let's welcome in the Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And Jalen is getting ready for a season here as the starting quarterback, QB1 of the Eagles. Jalen, my first question is, what do you like about this Eagles offense with Nick Sirianni and all of the guys, the skill position players you have on offense? Um. I think I think I like the mentality and approach that we've had and we've taken our preseason and fall camp. You know, we've we've been diligent with everything that we've done. We've kept our head down. We've learned every day. We've had the right mentality with it and print being do every day and just attacking every day. So now we have the opportunity to put our hard work on display and we're all excited for it. Jalen, you have faced a lot of obstacles, especially in college. You've had a bunch of different offenses and you're learning a new offense here with Nick Sirianni. What do you think you've most improved at and most comfortable with in this offense that Nick has? I think for me, I just try to go in every day and try and take in as much as I can from Coach. Take in as much as I can from Coach Steichen and Coach Johnson and apply them, you know, seeing the game, how they see it. I always talk about that, and that's very important. I feel playing this position, um, being able to see it, from a play caller's perspective, seeing it, how they see the game. So, you know, I, I, that, that's been my approach with it. Jalen, uh, you guys haven't shown much in the preseason by design. Nick Sirianni said he thinks because they're a new coaching staff, maybe they could surprise some of the first couple teams at least with a lot of the offense that you're running. Is there a lot of fun stuff that, that you guys are ready to show that nobody has seen? We just want to put points on the board. That's all. <laughs> We don't really care how, how it gets done. That's that's what we want to do. We just want to put points on the board. You know, you're a coach's son. Uh, Nick Sirianni grew up in a coaching family. His dad was a longtime coach. Is there a special bond, and are there characteristics with both of you guys having grown up in a coach's family? Well, I think um, Coach Sirianni and I, me meeting him for the first time, I've obviously been able to talk with him. Um, coming out of the draft when when he was at the coach and built a relationship with him then. Um, and now we're together and about to go do this thing. But um, just knowing him and, and, you know, over time I realized how much we had in common, how much of our mentality, how our mentalities were dang near identical. Um, so I, I appreciate him. I appreciate everything he's brought here. And, and the values that he's brought in here. So we're all excited and definitely think there are some, some similarities there in, in the mental approach and how we, how we view things and how we connect. A lot of your teammates talk about your leadership. And Quez Watkins said it, it's not just with the receivers. It's just not with the offense. It's everybody on the team. Why is that so important to you to be a leader of everybody on the team? And how do you connect and bond and resonate with all of your teammates? I don't think it's I don't think it's rocket science. Um, I just try and go out there and be myself. Uh, try and be a genuine person. Try and set the right example and lead by example. 
And, you know, people people lead because their peers let them. People are leaders because their peers let them lead. So I'm not trying to do anything out of the ordinary. Just trying to go in there every day and be myself and, and do my job. You know, this Eagles team is coming off a losing season. There's a lot of people who are picking other teams to win the division, thinking the Eagles are not going to have a winning record. You think this team can surprise some people here? I, I think this team is just going to continue to keep the head down, um, continue to stay steadfast in what we're doing, um, continue to stay diligent, and work, everything else to handle itself. You have come up with so many good phrases and slogans and mantras. Um, you have another one that you haven't put out there that you, you talk with your teammates about, something that you live by every day? You might have to get that when it comes. When you look at all the skill position player offense, uh, you have speed at receiver, you've got tight ends, you've got running backs. Do um, you think this is a really, really good mix to kind of implement all the things you guys want to do on offense? You know, I think, I think for us, you know, every year, every year you go into a training camp, try and see what's good. You, it's, 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 a, it's a search. You're trying to find out what the identity of the football team is. And we, we put the work in. We, we work really hard this offseason. We've done all those things. We have a lot of great pieces. So, you know, we're going to throw it against the wall and see what sticks. All right, Jalen. Well, Philadelphia's looking forward to seeing you out there. So, uh, we wish you the best in this season coming up here. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Thank you. The greatest. Oh, I'm so flagrant.